Hey everyone, this is Heather and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called Why You're Not Getting What You're Trying to Manifest. So I know a lot of people that are really good at meditation, really good at vision boards and saying positive affirmations and all the things that they believe in their heart are going to bring to them their desires in life and it's just not happening so what is in the way because i'm going to tell you right now manifesting what you want in this life is actually way easier than we're making it so let's get into it today guys thanks for joining so i just have to throw out there at least at the time of the recording of this podcast i am not an affiliate um i am not somebody looking to make money off of this i just have to share with you a resource And I've got to think a lot of my listeners have already read it, watched it, know what I'm talking about. Rhonda Byrne wrote a book in 2006 called The Secret. And um, yes, there's a movie as well. What I want to say on this is I just recently read the book. And a lot of you are going to be laughing hearing that because literally my message is The Secret. I've been talking about it. And honestly, I've been teaching it to the public way back to the start of my career as a physical therapist before 2006, um, I have actually been teaching this. So it's amazing to me to find out that it was compiled into this easy to understand, basically guidebook. And I haven't yet seen the movie, but um, I will be. (laughs) It is definitely on my hit list because Oh my goodness, when I reread, well, when I reread, when I read that book for the first time, it felt like I was rereading something because it's what I've been saying, but in such a concise way. And the fact that it brings in these beautiful minds in history to reaffirm that the most magnificent, you know, philosophers and inventors and creators throughout time have all held to the truths in the secret. They all live by the words in that. They're the ones that maybe spoke it first, that said it out loud, that, you know, but what is beautiful to see is that, sorry, I have a little snafu going on here with the sound. Hopefully this is all going to come through just beautiful for you today. Um, (laughs) Doing it in a different space so you can tell it sounds just a smidge different, so I apologize for that. But anyway, the secret. So even in just saying that comment to you, I was very careful with my words. And this is what that book has sort of reaffirmed and reminded me of. It's something that, um, you know, I always allude to because the power in words is huge. But it's not just about the words. It's because your words are reflecting what? Your thoughts, your beliefs, your feelings. That's the magic stuff. And so when we're doing these practices, you know, the vision boards and the, you know, seeing it in your mind. And I think now many people are starting to understand that you have to feel it. It's not just about seeing it in your mind's eye, but it's about what would that make you feel, right? We're starting to get that concept. But still... There is a big flaw in the design for most people. And here's where I think the disconnect is. So if I wanted some dream job, right? And then I got the news, we've chosen you. And let's say the money they're going to give you far outweighs what you thought it was going to be. And you're going to have all this um, extra time on your hands because you're not going to have to commute as far and they're going to give you extra vacation time so you're going to be able to enjoy more time with your family. Literally every box checked. 
what would that feel like inside? Like actually be in that moment and that just happened. And you almost want to like yell out loud, squeal with excitement, right? Like there's something inside you that is so powerfully excited that it's like ready to burst. That's the level that you need to be at and maintain at to actually get the job. So whatever that level of feeling would be if you actually got the thing you're wanting needs to be the level of the manifesting power. So here's where it gets really interesting to watch because people are pretty good at that. They can start to get that and get all like excited about it. But how long are you holding that? I mean, you don't have to hold it like some people think it's this game of, oh, no, well, if a negative thought comes in now, I've just erased it all. Nope, not true. Actually, these stronger positive vibrations are, are much more powerful. So it's not even that. It's that you've now put out there this thing you want. You put out that great energy. And then <laughs> what happens from there is like there are thoughts that that come up throughout the day. Now, not necessarily pertaining to the thing you desire. It's not like some thoughts coming up going, oh, but what if I'm not good enough? What if I can't do the job? It's not even that. It's not related to the thing. It's all of the sudden I'm in um, a quiet library setting and my kids start to scream and then I get anxious and nervous about it. Those energetics block the job energetic. So that's why people think, well, I haven't had any negative thoughts around it. I totally believed it. I got excited about it and I let it go. But then they forget that every other emotion and thought throughout the day, those emotions and feelings play into this overall too. Because the second you're connected to that, like, ah, guys, calm down, quiet, and you're embarrassed, you're worried, you're whatever. That's what the new vibration is. Doesn't matter that it's you didn't connect it to that job. That's the vibration that you are at. So what you can attract to you is only what you are putting out. So I think so often there's this understanding that in pertaining to this job, I need to be very clean, concise, live in the I am, I am getting this job, confidently feeling that, um, you know, walking the walk with confidence and excitement and all this stuff. But then it's almost like an exercise that they then put aside and then they live their life in this stress-filled, you know, worried about traffic, you know, this is dinner going to be ready on time, da, 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 da. and all these things that add up in the collective of I'm stressed, I'm negative, is just feeding this greater universal God, higher power universe with the information that what I need that feels safe and normal and good to me is anxiety, it's fear, it's um, nervousness, it's stress, it's fatigue. And that's not what you want to be saying. You want to be like all day long in this space of excitement and so like who am I going to tell what am I going to do what do I want to do now what trip can I plan what you know you're acting in a way that you've already seen it happen in your mind you know what's going to happen and who cares if the trap like if you if that just happened think about this for a second you just got that dream job tons of money that more than you could have imagined all these vacations all this stuff you just heard that information hung up the phone and drove to see your you know brother, sister, friend, mom, whatever, fill in the blank, whoever you'd go tell. Like, let's go have a coffee. I want to tell you something exciting. You're on that drive to go tell them that exciting news. Has that excitement worn off yet? No way. You're going to be carrying that with you. And if all of a sudden you're stuck behind some guy in traffic, I don't think it's going to bug you that much in that moment. I think you're going to be like, whatever. 
<laughs> at least that's how I am. I in those moments, I don't even care. It's like, oh, that squealing excitement inside me is just like ready to burst, and I'm so happy and so ex- so excited, and in a clean place emotionally. The things like that don't irk me. And so that untouchable feeling of excitement is what you somehow need to harness and carry with you as though the thing you just asked for has already happened because it has. You are. You're not hoping for. Not unless you want to keep hoping for. You're not wanting it. Not unless you want to keep on wanting it. You are it. You got it. It is yours. Do you see the difference? It's like, for some reason, we are real good at it. We can see it. We have the vision board. When we're looking at the vision board, we feel it. We've got it in our soul. And then we like step out the door and all of a sudden, oh, it's kind of cold out here. I didn't realize that. I should have grabbed my coat. Oh, it doesn't matter. Now the door's locked. Um, Just whatever. I'll just go blah, blah, blah. Oh my gosh, where did this construction come from? Oh, it's going to make me late. Like, and that's how we move on. That doesn't make any sense. It's like, stay with that excitement and carry it with you because you just received it. You asked for it and you're a magnet and now it's coming to you. So whatever it is, like that great love that you desire, that great uh, cure you've been waiting for. It just happened. Go celebrate. Like, keep excited. Ah, I forgot my coat. Oh, no. It's all right. I don't even care. I'm like so like on fire inside right now. I'm going to be warm. It doesn't even matter. I don't care. Where are we going? Like, I got to celebrate this. That is the excitement you need to carry. And so some people have that way. You know, the people that you're like, oh, my gosh, it's like nothing bad ever sticks to them. They are just like, bumping around like (laughs) I know I used to say this in early podcast episodes because it was one of my husband's sayings but they're like farting rainbows everywhere they go like well how do you think that happens they hold that light and they don't let it go they see themselves already having achieved the thing they just set out for you want to make like million dollars this year they're gonna spend that whole year in the mode of I just made a million dollars this year. I am on fire. This is awesome. It is like the best. I can't, no one can stop me. Nothing can get in my way. And they hold that energetic space so cleanly and completely that the things that happen to them, I'm going to put in air quotes in life, roll right off them. And as a matter of fact, I take it a step further. I don't believe anything happens to me anymore. I have replaced that with everything in life happens for me. So I have literally this week stubbed my toe. I actually like, and I don't even like talking about these things. And if you've read The Secret, you know why. But I was pushing this huge tree out of the way because I believed I could, but forgot to sort of hold that belief and then was getting into the complexities of like, well, how are we going to make this work? And as soon as you're trying to control the how, the release has not happened, right? We know this. So I'm like, as I'm thinking all those things, my feet slipped on the leaves and I smashed my whole face off the ground, my shoulder. So, but again, like I just, like I thanked the universe. Now that's going to sound ridiculous to some of you and I get it because I was there at one point. But I was like, thank you. I don't know how this is going to serve me, but there's got to be a way in which this had to happen for something else that's beautiful to come to be. So, And for one, it reminded me to teach all of you this valuable lesson in not looking for the how. So that's one big benefit that came from it. The other big benefit is I then walked next door to a neighbor and asked for help. Go imagine, right? I was willing to receive help. 
receive. That's what we need to be able to do, right? Because if we're putting out a request, we need to be able to receive the reward. And some of us are not good at receiving. If you're somebody who, when somebody gives you a big gift, you immediately like, oh, you shouldn't have, whatever. You're not a good receiver. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. You need to work on that. Because I was that way. The people pleasing part of me always wanted to, oh, you shouldn't have. No, no, you don't have to. But learn to receive. It's such a gift for them and you. So in doing this anyway, I went next door, had the help of a friend. We had a conversations that were wonderful, uh, both with him and his wife. I hadn't seen him in so long. Ended up having a fun afternoon with all these people. So anyway, the moral of the story is you just can't get caught up in like, oh my gosh, this would only happen to me or like these crazy things people say because it happened for you and you should be grateful and start looking around for like, I wonder why. Like now it's like a childlike curiosity for me. Like, okay, this is crazy. Like what on earth is going to come from this? Like this is wild. And I just look for it. And then I always find it like, yeah, there was a gift in that. I don't think that anything is just like a coincidence. I think it, even when the, sometimes some people will say, well, no, this was just truly negative and nothing good came out of it, but it was drawn to you by you. So maybe the toughest part of reading that book was the true understanding of the fact that it's a hard, hard thing to hold and to just take ownership for that every single thing that's happening has happened because you have asked for it. No one wants to be responsible for the bad stuff that's happened in their life. But it's like, if your energy was there, well, yeah, you did. I mean, oh, that's a hard one to bite, right? Like, it really is tough because, man, we want to own the stuff that goes right, but no one wants to own the stuff that doesn't. So I'm going to talk about this in the second half of this show because this is powerful. And with my husband's cancer fight, this is very relevant. And I've been doing a lot of soul searching on this one about how can we use the secret for health improvements and how is it possible that I wanted something so completely um, and it didn't happen for me. Like it, I know myself and a good friend both in the same battle, both praying for the same answers, and she got her wish and I didn't. And so I want to explain to you what I think happened there and why I don't think that it was an accident, really, that she got what she wanted and I did not. So I'll give you just a little teaser before the break, but when I think back to our battle with cancer, I still refer to it as a battle with cancer. And there's the rub a little bit because when you are fighting against something you don't want, think about how powerful that energy is. Think about how much you put into a fight. Energy, energy, energy. It's like pure energy dumping, right? Into the negative, the fight, the cancer. Is that what you wanna put all your energy into? I believe that's what we were doing without realizing it, so not a purposeful thing, but I believe that my dear friend was doing the opposite. She was praising God. She was very religious, and we we were too, but we were begging God for solutions to the cancer. She was thanking God for every single positive 
trickle that came out of this for every single gift, for every single thing that was still going right. She was in thankful gratitude mode and clinging to like, I mean, her saying, and those of you are going to, that know me, that listen to this and know this person will know who I'm talking about, would used to say, and it has become sort of her life model of miracles on miracles. And we were in a state of begging, pleading, hunting, searching, wanting, desperation, pleading, praying, you know, and not that there's anything wrong with wanting to pray for what you want, but pray for the health. Don't pray for the fight against the cancer, against the disease. Don't put energy into the disease. Even if it's energy to fight it, don't do that. Um, I want to say in the secret, it was Mother Teresa. So don't quote me on this because I could be wrong. But who said something along the lines of don't ever invite me to um, a war on drugs or whatever, but invite me to the like to a peace rally or not something like that, something to that effect. But you get where we're going. Like it's not a fight against some war. It's not like against fight on drugs, you know, anti-drug or anti-violence. No, it has to be pro-love, pro, you know, peace, pro-health, pro all that. Because that's where you want your energy. Don't put your energy into what doesn't deserve it. And that lesson... Oh, it's sitting hard with me because, oh, if I could turn back time. (laughs) Yeah. And so, I mean, even in reading this book, you'll start to believe you can even do that. But if you have not read it, again, Rhonda Byrne, you need to pick it up, borrow it from your library. Actually, I've got a great story about that. I went to borrow it from our library and we had to order it from another library. I said, well, that's interesting. What's that all about? She said, every time I get a new one in, it doesn't come back. So many people love this book so much that it was like not getting returned. So I just have to smile when I think about that because you really know there's value and truth in something, right? When it's so powerful, people don't want to let it go. And that's what this was for me. And I realize I've been living it anyway, but the reminders in here, it's like a how-to and a basic level. Even if you don't like to read, guys, it's worthy. I couldn't put it down. I could have been done it in an afternoon easily, but um, I tried to like take it in in pieces and let it sink in and really put each lesson through the ringer a little bit do it and really feel it and and get it sunken into my being before I moved on to the next uh and even still I'm bummed that I'm done and all the way through it but I'm gonna do it all over I'm gonna start at the beginning and go again because it's definitely got me on a much better you know mindset and belief system and you know, it just validated everything I've been teaching for all this time, which is super exciting. And to see it all compiled with the names of all of these people, because when you see powerful people in history who've lived it, done it, and had the most beautiful life and the biggest impact on this earth, then you really start to say, wow, there's something to that. I gotta, I gotta sit down with this. (laughs) So I'm going to take a quick break, guys. And when I get back, I'll get into even more about how I think this can work for our health. All right. See you in a little bit. So guys, I released a new mini series on how I got my true smile back and the light back in my eyes. It's a two, it's a mini course, I should say. It's two parts and um, 
I just released that and would be happy to share it with you. If you want to grab your own copy, just send me an email at heather at canyoucurecancer.com. I'd love to hear from you and send that on your way. So something new coming from my my court. (laughs) And as always, I will also include in today's description um, that email in case you forget what it is, as well as a link for people to join my free um, Facebook group for support through terrible loss. So for either of those, just make sure you head over to the description today. And guys, if you don't want to ever miss an episode, also be sure that you are liking, subscribing, following me through this podcast. You can always get the latest episodes. It is free and I don't want you to miss any. So make sure you do that. And it helps me to help you and keep doing this. All right, guys, back to the show. So I know that gratitude practices are huge, and I know that it is an element that many people believe that they do every single day, but I don't think that we're as good at it as we'd like to believe we are. (laughs) So sitting down and making a list of all the things you're thankful for is one way, but I just don't think it's the way. I mean, of course, I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my home. I'm thankful for my pet. I'm thankful for my life and my health and my family and my, you know, you can go through it like that. Sure. Of course you can. Your friends are so good and but true gratitude. My butt right now is so sore. I'm sitting on my hip, which I recently (laughs) injured and, uh, and it hurts a little bit, but What instead of being like focused on that pain, I do, and this is my gratitude practice, is that you take whatever the ailment is, the problem in your life. So it doesn't have to be about a physical hurt necessarily, anything like, you know, you you find thanks for that. So, okay, let's use this example, for instance. If somebody is like, no, I need to find this love of my life. I'm so sick of being alone. You know, I'm going to manifest this perfect dream person. Okay. Let's go down that path for a second. If you are focused on what you want, you're going to get more wanting the love of your life and you don't want that. So don't go that path. If you're also thinking like, that's it. I'm done with bad relationships. I'm going to like completely eliminate those from my life. I'm not going to have bad this. I'm not going to. That's focusing all your energy towards the don't wants. You don't want to do that. (laughs) You know, let's say that. You believe that if I just, you know, look at pictures of this person and I, you know, see and feel, okay, I know I've just got to feel what it's going to be like when I'm with them and all this stuff, but it's just like imagination land and you don't take it with you through the day as a belief. So here's what I do instead. And this is how gratitude can sort of help fix some of the little stumbling blocks is that if you are getting evidence of like, there's no good men out there, right? And you think that's got to be the case because many people think this because as soon as they have a little something to validate, like they had one bad experience and then they start searching for things to validate that they're right and there's no good people out there. And then that's all they seem to encounter and they're never finding their perfect match who would be loyal and loving. Well, (laughs) let's start with this. What would you be just so grateful for right now that already exists that your mind can't argue and because if you just go into like i'm so thankful for this loving loyal man who's so good and treats me so great there's something in the back of your mind going it's not out there it's a bunch of 
BS, you're making this up, this isn't a thing, you know, that that, like, you know, it's like there's this little thing on your shoulder wanting to go, "Uh uh-uh, that's not there, (laughs) you're making this up, you're lying. So the way I do this is I look around, there's always something to be grateful for in the way of love in your life, right? Think about it. I have parents who are all loving. I have friends who are so gracious with their love for me and they're not blood related to me. They don't have to love me, but they choose me. I have, you know, kids who look to me for support and for, you know, that cuddle at the end of the day. Like I can be thankful for the love that I receive, that unconditional love love my dog gives me every time I walk through the door. It's just so happy to see me. I'm the best person in the world. Be thankful for those things in the area of love. So I am so thankful that the world is so filled with so much unconditional love that I get to receive this unconditional love every day. Now, maybe it's not you want more unconditional love from an actual human being who, you know, you're attracted to. And you're so you're thinking, well, that's not the same thing, but it is. You're on the level of love as far as a vibration. And that's what you're emitting out is gratitude for love. So what the universe will reward you with is looking around. How can we reward her with more love? And you know what it's going to find you? That love of a life soulmate you've been looking for. So that's what happens. It's like, you have to find something within that area that is going right. So if your health feels like a spiral and there's nothing good going on, I guarantee you there's something good going on. I could say somebody's still on their deathbed and which you should never call it that by the way, but if they were really literally hanging on to by a machine, at least be thankful for that. I am so thankful for the air that's moving in and out of their lungs right now. It doesn't matter. You don't have to qualify it with, you know, I just wish it was their own lungs doing it. No, just be thankful. There is air going in and out of their lungs. And the universe is going to go, how can we do more of that? Oh, well, these lungs can work. Let's get those going again. Do you see where I'm going with this? So it's like, all you need to do is realize where you want more of something and find gratitude within that space in your life to go, wow, look what's working right for me. Look what's so good. Like I am receiving love every day that is, and by the way, I am so powerful because it's saying I already am this, right? And so it'll give you more of you already being this. So I am receiving so much unconditional love every day. I am surrounded by people who love me, who I can make no mistakes that would change that love for me. I am blessed in the area of love. I have loving people every single day all around me. You know, whatever it is, you just keep saying it, keep and feel it because it's true. The hardest part is when people try to like project something they want because they already know it's not a truth yet. So you're trying to fool yourself into being like, well, I am in this wonderful relationship with my perfect soulmate. And da, 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 da. yep, that's fantastic. <laughs> Except you're not yet. And the universe is going to probably just go, okay, she's happy with her soulmate situation. She's happy. Look at that. She's already thankful for that. I say instead, find something that resembles that in your life. Uh, that is like, what is it about an unconditional love that you want or a soulmate love? What would they give you? If they would give you peace, if they would give you happiness, the feeling of being loved, find areas in your life where you already have elements of that and say your gratitude list and your thanks for that. 
with all the power and confirmation of knowing it's a truth. It's a fact. It is, I am, this is so, and I am so happy for it. Thank you. Thank you is powerful because thank you is like, I mean, think think about it like this. As a, a person who's giving, whatever you give to people, isn't it so nice to receive? You don't want anything in return for it, but you the thanks that you receive, it's like, that's all I needed. I just wanted to know that it made you happy because that's why we give, right? So thanks is just a way of rewarding that universal God power that is providing you with what you want. It's like saying, yes, this is it. This is what I want and I love it. And I'm so grateful I have it. And then you will be rewarded with so much more of that than you could have ever dreamed and likely beyond what you were dreaming. So that's why you're almost putting limitations on yourself when you think, well, it has to be this guy <laughs> right here and he has to look just this way and ba 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 ba. You're putting more barriers between you and the thing instead of just being grateful for having, like you could be grateful for like that there are people that you just have this limitless attraction to that you just think are the most beautiful thing. And I'm so grateful when somebody can't take their eyes off me, when somebody is so affected by me. I'm so grateful for that. And even just that's powerful because it's like now you're saying, I want somebody who's just all into me. You are basically saying, I want a loyal person, but you're not having to spell out it has to be this. They have to have that quality. They have to look like this. In this situation, they have to have my back. They have to, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, it's almost like without even realizing it, we're stacking the odds against ourselves because there could be something way better than what's in our mind's eye. And we just have it so set. And it's like, all right, I know I say it every single episode. I'm going to tell you again, get your hands off that wheel. (laughs) They don't belong there. It is not yours. Let someone else take the wheel, please. Like it is your life. Yes. And you have so much control over it. It's not stripping you of control just to release and let it go and trust and have faith. It That is a powerful thing. It doesn't mean that you have given up. Can you hear my dog, by the way? I'm going to have to pause this and let him into the room. Hold on one second. Oh my gosh. So now you'll hear his little ticking toenails and his snorts and <laughs> he's in the room. But the reason for this, by the way, is my energy. What was I just putting out there for energy? Unconditional love and gratitude for it. And what did it do? It draw. It drew my dog like a magnet to my door and he was scratching at it. He was happily sleeping in the other room and not at all interested in being by my side until my energy became unescapable for him. Like he wanted to be near me. I'm like putting out and emitting this unconditional loving vibration and he's like I'm right here (laughs) here I am mom I want to be near that I need to be in that so I think a lot of us think this is like a fictitious thing but we understand the law of gravity and we don't question it you drop your book you know it's going to hit the floor so why there's this question mark above law of attraction when we all know by the way love is a higher vibration than gravity In physics, (laughs) it's like, really? Love is the highest vibrational thing. And so it carries the highest frequency, and yet we put the most doubt in it. It's like, no, you just said it. It's already happening. It's coming towards you at a really fast rate. And then the only resistance between it and you 
is your own doubt, fear, insecurity, the stuff you put in, the buts, the oh, when's it going to happen, all that stuff is just doubt, 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 because you don't question when that book's going to hit the ground. You know it's just about to do it because you just dropped it, right? I mean, it's just that powerful. Like, put it out there and trust it, but not trust it with a hope. Don't trust it with a I don't know, any kind of question mark of how it's going to happen or, you know, any of that. Like, if you want that date tonight with the love of your life, go get dressed up for it and get excited about it and don't even question it and then go out and do something amazing that you love and that will keep you in that high vibrational joy that you'd be feeling if you were doing that thing with the love of your life and you'll probably bump into them on the way. Keep your eyes wide open is all I'd say because if you don't know when it's coming or where it's coming from. Don't close the door on possibilities. You know, say yes. If your friend's like, hey, we're actually over here right now having a quick drink. Do you want to join us before you go do whatever? whatever was on your agenda and be like, yeah, sure. On the way there, you're probably going to meet that person. I'm going to tell you, I believe it so wholeheartedly. I just think that it's, there's so much that happens in our lives that we believe happened to us that we're kind of coming at it from a tainted place. And because when those things happen, we look at that as validation that not always do good things happen to every person. When really it still could have been bringing you to the thing. So put it this way. When I fell on my face, <laughs> I could have been wanting, like let's say the want or the attraction was some for some good time with friends, sitting around campfire, having some drinks, just chilling and relaxing. And I'm looking at all the yard work and I'm like, well, I've got a lot to accomplish. So I start working on this tree, right? Now, the second I fell on my face, if I went down the, the train of oh, here's something happening to me again, my luck, blah, blah, whatever it is. Then guess what? That's where it ends. And not even just where it ends. It probably will attract more of that happening, right? Or <laughs> I thanked the universe. I said, oh my gosh, I don't know what this is, but it's something. So let's see what it is. This is exciting. I, I actually look forward with like a childlike curiosity and excitement over whatever this is going to be. And then what happened? A friend came over. It led to drinks and hanging out around like, you know, on the beach with friends. It was literally <laughs> gave me what I wanted, but the thing had to happen for that to happen. And then it's, what do you do with that? Do you look at it as something that just like, here it is again. I asked for this good time and instead I got a bloody chin. Or do you look at it as like, well, I didn't expect that was going to happen to get me there, but that's kind of wild. And then just let it keep unfolding because you know what? When I did that, it happened for me. And I know that sounds ridiculous probably to some of you, but it's not ridiculous. It's a fact. It's like all these things that happen aren't happening to you. They're happening for you. And it's usually when they happen to you, when you feel that feeling, that that's where it ends, you know? Like that you literally just put a, a barrier, a barricade between you and what was being attracted towards you. Because all of a sudden you weren't that thing anymore, that high frequency vibration that was attracting the high frequency time towards you, you know? So that's what it means by staying really clean and clear. Like, you got to know what you want. Be so excited about it. And then don't let the things that happen be happening to you. Let them happen for you. Let it like, okay, like all of a sudden, 
what was it yesterday? It was yesterday, right before I did my my live within my client group. Um, I almost forgot about it. Not that I forgot about it exactly, but I usually do two lives on Monday. I stopped in my free group doing lives on Monday because I want to bring people to the podcast because I actually give even more information in here. So I started steering them there. So long story short, I only have one live to do on Mondays now. Well, they were one at 10, I mean at 12 and one at 1 p.m. And I couldn't remember. I just in my mind thought that I did away with the noontime one and I still had my one o'clock one. But I didn't. I got rid of the one o'clock one and I still had my noontime one. So I looked at the clock about I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes before I'm supposed to go live. Now I'm still not dressed. Like at this point in my day, which sounds ridiculous, but you know, I've got, I, I have a bunch happening right now. So I wasn't like ready and prepared to do a live yet. I didn't even have a topic. I hadn't even gotten there yet. And then it occurred to me, oh my gosh, the secret. Like this is what I wanted to talk about within that live group. Of course, I give more how-tos in there. Um, that's sort of the biggest difference is that paid group really gets my, here's how I'm using this. Um, and here's how I'm making these things work for myself. But anyway, long story short, like I could have let that be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. I'm not ready. I don't have my camera set up where I am. I'm in a different location, as I said. So like I didn't have anything set up and ready. I could have just spiraled and it probably would have been late to go on because I would have been worried about being late. I would have brought it right to me. But instead I was like, just kind of laughing at it as it happened and being like, well, this is interesting and the timing of it with the secret that I'm reading and everything. Like I brought this to myself somehow. Uh huh. I wonder, you know, what I'm going to end up talking about as I'm like getting dressed and ready. I'm just kind of thinking, huh, I wonder what I should talk about. And I look over and there's the book. So here we go. Here's another example of your being given what you need. There's breadcrumbs everywhere. We just don't even see them. There's signs and billboards and uh, you know, apparently books sitting on your end table and, you know, a tree ready to be tripped over that all these things lead you to what you want. They are all bringing you there. And it's just how you respond to it. And if I had responded in panic, I would have gotten more to panic about. I didn't even bother. I was just like, I better get like start getting ready. And I just did. I just started getting ready. And as I went, I ended up with a topic I was so excited about. I spoke for like 45 minutes plus and could have gone on forever, you know, and was felt so inspired and inspiring and all those things. But I just took it for what it is like lighten up. I hate to be the one to tell you that, but we are all way too serious, way too worried. It's like we're so quick to worry all the time. There's always something and you could always find something to worry about. So there's also always something to be excited about and to get like curious about and to be surprised by in the best possible way. And there's literally nothing between you and the desire you have other than speaking it out loud and being clear on what it is. Then once you've done it, it's done and it's happening. And then the only time that that ever steers or slows down or hits any kind of barriers is you. You're the only one that can get in the way. Literally you. You set it out there. So like a magnet, if your chest was one huge magnetic plate, the only thing between you and everything metal getting sucked to it is you. You know what I mean? So it's like, why on earth as you're walking through are things not being drawn to you? Well, it's only because 
It's like turning off the magnetic charge or actually even reversing it, which would be now picture yourself wearing this magnetic chest plate that's repelling everything. Flip the battery over, right? Ever try to push two the wrong ends together? And they just you can feel that energy push. That's what it is that you're doing to the, the energy that's trying to be received and brought to you the second you have all these negative thoughts because they all of a sudden start reversing that polarity, pushing away the stuff that wants to come towards you. And that's really frustrating, guys. You don't want to be frustrated because you're going to get more frustration. So just stay in the gratitude of how much has managed to still squeak by with all these barriers and barricades you've put up over the years. Look at how much has still come to you that's really good. So if you're still that powerful of a creator in your own world, imagine with this knowledge, like what else you can make turn on and, and happen for you, you know? Like now that you know, just step out the way and let it happen. It's like, just sit back and smile. Sit back and watch the magic unfold because it's really, really easy. It actually is. We are the ones that make it tough. We have it in our minds from some level or childhood thing often that it has to be tough. Doesn't. Doesn't at all. And the few times that I've like, just let it be that easy, it really has. Like earlier today, I was working on setting up this website thing. I had spent almost all afternoon yesterday on it and been hitting a little bit of frustration with it. Uh, everything I tried wasn't working. The best thing you can do when that stuff's happening, guys, is walk away, reset, have some fun, and come back later. And what happened was, just as it always does, as soon as I was in the positive mindset, like, all right, I'm going to figure this out. And then I hit a barrier, and I was like, that's no big deal. There's a reason for that. But I'm so excited. I've got this new person on the phone with me that's, like, going to help me. They're they're amazing. Their attitude's amazing. It's going to be amazing. Went through the whole thing. No problem. I wasn't even worried about it. I started dancing. I started dancing, waiting on hold, like it's going to be amazing. This person, I've got the right person. They're going to hook it up. It was perfect, guys. It worked like magic the first time we tried. It was one simple thing. I just had to add one, one word, actually. I had to add one word and it fixed the whole darn thing. It was simple and easy because I made it that way. (laughs) I wanted it that way. I believed it was coming that way and then it did. And all I did was sit and have some fun while I waited for it to come. And that has to be a mentality that you carry with you every day. I know cancer's the worst. I know it. But I'm not going to feed it. I'm not going to give it energy. It doesn't deserve energy. Don't give it any energy. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Like, that's not medical advice. I'm not saying don't do anything. I'm just saying stop trying to fight the cancer and start trying to embrace your health. Start trying to see that you have so much to be grateful for that's working and functioning properly and that it's just going to be you're grateful and thankful for what you have already received and how good and healthy you are and will continue to be for many years to come so i think that that mindset shift could just take many of us far and why we don't want to go there it's such a better space to be isn't it like it feels better even than a fight nobody wants to be in a fight even if it's a winning fight (laughs) it's a battle well who wants a battle i just want to embrace the ease and so that's where i'm at in my life i'm ready to embrace the ease and when things start to feel tough and difficult i let it go you know um Even something like, I'll use this example, I know my mom will be listening to this, (laughs) and she'll probably be like, oh my goodness, well, (laughs) I get it now. Um, But I was planning a trip to go see my parents, and I decided, you know what, 
I just did a big trip with my family. It was exhausting because we went hard. We had so much fun. It was like exhausting in the best possible way. But um, when I came back, you know, it's my first time as a, a business owner traveling away for a trip and being away from the business for a while. And it was while I was making a lot of big changes. And so there's a lot I'm still kind of like picking up and putting together. And it's all good stuff. I just don't want to be away from it right now. And so the idea of like taking another trip was just feeling like work. It was feeling like like a pressure because the good flights at good prices were all starting to go away and the hotels were filling up and I had to move fast and I didn't have the time to apply to it. And I was like, you know what? I gotta let that go. It's okay because I'm still going to go see them. The trip is still going to happen. It's going to happen at an even better time of year when it's not 130 degrees out there. And it's going to be wonderful. And it's all going to be for the better. Like there's a reason this wasn't the right time for me to be there. I don't know why. Maybe something amazing is about to happen for me here and I needed to be here for it. You know, just know that it doesn't have to be <laughs> something that's negative all the time. Like now I'm not going on a trip. <laughs> Getting all disgruntled about it. No. I mean, actually already and I should I haven't even reached out to her yet, but my aunt invited me to go do something with some family at her house on that very weekend that I would have been gone and missed it. So maybe it's just now I get to do both. I'm not going to have to have that feeling of missing out on one. So just embrace the good stuff and let it keep coming and just get out of your own way of your own happiness. I guess that's what I want to encourage you today because clearly again I'm at 45 minutes. I could just go on and on on this topic. I just love it and I just now I just want to spread it and help others to get to where I'm at with it because Oh, who doesn't want to be the one painting this beautiful life for themselves? You have that paintbrush. Go make something beautiful. Thanks for joining me today, guys. And I hope that you start to follow this podcast so you never miss an episode. All right, guys. Bye-bye.